Welcome everyone to Megan McGrory's Key Conversations. I am your host, Megan McGrory, the key co-founder, entrepreneur and inspirational speaker. I'm inviting you to hear powerful and transformational stories of people who have embraced the Key program and changed their lives for the better. The Key is expanding the awareness of people across the UK and the world, helping them to discover that when they choose a mind and heart set full of health, wealth, happiness and love, the most amazing things begin to happen. The key is helping people to discover that positive change will happen when they focus their energy on creating their vision and unlocking their purpose. Described as pure creative genius, the key is shifting perceptions and having a remarkable and significant effect on people just like you. Are you curious to find out more? Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to be the first to listen in. Thank you for the wonderful comments and feedback from our first guest, Becca Blogger, which was last week. Thank you so much for the positive vibes, the inspiration. You seem to really love Becca's story. And thank Ruth, who left a review, who said, I love all things key and the positive effect it has had on me. It was great to hear Rebecca's story. Thank you for sharing. And a great reminder for me to reread Grace again. Looking forward to hearing more stories from amazing and like-minded people. Thank you so much, Ruth. And here is our next guest, which is Grace. Enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome back to Megan McGrory's Key Conversations. I am Megan McGrory and today I have another special guest with me who is Grace. Now Grace and I have connected over this year and we've discovered it's been a year to the day since Grace's journey began when she discovered what the key was all about. Welcome Grace, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hi Megan, Uh, it's nice to be here and just to say this is my first ever podcast so um, I'm really excited for it and honoured to be a guest on your podcast. Thank you so much. I think that's the first thing I teach on the course isn't it, getting out of your comfort zone. So I've definitely got Grace out of our comfort zone this afternoon with podcasting and I want to just start this afternoon or start the podcast with how you discovered the key. So let's begin there. Yeah, it was. I think it's a really nice way that I discovered the key because it started on Instagram, and Instagram really for my age isn't the commonplace. But my son decided that I could use Instagram for photographs that I, I would take, and he said it would be nice for me to have a wee space and to have, you know, a collection of my pictures in the one spot, and other people could see them. So I did it, and I met Becca. Uh, through Instagram. Uh, she was just one of the people that I decided to follow and we started chatting. So you met Becca Blogger. I think that's what I love about Instagram as well is that that's how we connect these days. I've also connected with Becca Blogger. She's one of our favourite Glasgow girls. From there, where did that relationship begin? We just started chatting and uh, in the process of the chats, if Becca was feeling you know, a wee bit downtrodden maybe, or just not feeling so great, and she would put a wee message and I would just answer her back, trying to keep can I keep her positive and can I say wee things to her or leave wee messages for her that would make her feel a wee bit better or just positive things. It's just in my nature, that's that was a natural thing to do. And one of the times in the process of that, you know, I got to know a wee bit more about Becca and Becca kind of uh, spoke to me 
about certain things that had went on in her life and I thought it was really nice because she didn't know who I was and I didn't know her but she was revealing kind of nice wee things. A competition that Becca put up and it was for a book called Grace and I think she had read the book because she'd posted on Instagram about receiving this book from Christine. She loved it. She thought it was an amazing book and she decided herself that she was going to gift two of these books to some of her Instagram followers, two people. I thought that was that was really good, that was really nice. But I also thought it was a wee bit kind of funny because there was a few times in the conversations that myself and Becca had before she got the book, or before I knew she had the book, Grace, and that was... She would say, sometimes if I'd say something, she'd say, oh, I found my grace. And I used to have a giggle to myself because I'm thinking, oh, that's me, she's found me. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, oh, that's really sweet. That was, that's really nice of her, you know. And then, you know, she did say, you know, that I was her grace. And and I thought, oh, I'm just her grace. You know, I, I thought, again, just a privilege. I was not couldn't make any connection to anything other than, yeah, that's my name and, yeah, I'm, I'm your grace. That's really kind and that's really sweet. I thought it was really, really sweet. But anyway, the competition, I decided to enter. And then one day I was browsing through my Instagram and a kind of notification came up for the winner of the book, Grace. And then I scrolled through and there the second winner for the book was my name, that mean it's won that book? And I was like, I have, I have, I have slumped. I was really excited, so, so excited. I really felt really good. I felt really good about winning something. And it was it was about this time last year. So you won you won Grace, realising that Grace is a Grace and that Grace is a book. And Grace is you, so many Graces. I love that. And, um, and you received the book, so did you enjoy reading Grace? Oh my goodness, Megan. Um, I've never read a book like it and I hadn't really read for quite a long time. I couldn't wait to read it. I really couldn't wait to read it when I got it. So I received it about January and I remember focusing myself that I was going to have every intention of reading this book that night. And I, you know how you get when you've got something like that and you want to get to bed early. You want to get a bath or you get a shower and then you cozy jam. And just get started. Uh, you light, light a candle, you do all the things you think, oh, this is going to be so good and that's what I did. And I lay in the bed and I started reading the book and it was absolutely captivating. I just knew with the first couple of pages or the first couple of paragraphs, it was so easy, so easy to read and I couldn't stop reading it. But there was a point I did stop reading it and I, and I think it must have been, I think I read it to chapter 21, I think. Does that mean? In one night? I think so. Wow. I think so because I, I I just felt it was so weird because the book was called Grace and out with the book Grace is getting spoke to, Grace is getting advised, Grace is getting guided, Grace is getting opened up to all sorts of things and at the time in my life I just felt that that was it was, to me, I felt as if this book was speaking to me. I know it sounds a bit silly, but I took it very personal. I felt it very personal. I remember crying through it. I remember messaging Becca and, and, and I said to her, oh my goodness, did you cry when you read this book? Is it just me? Did you cry? And Becca messaged me back that, yeah, she cried buckets. And I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But it didn't deter me to read the rest, but I put it down at that point because I thought, don't want to go to bed and go to sleep kind of crying, but, but it was a happy cry. Sounds a bit strange, but... No, it's so true, and I think 
we hear it so much for anyone who's wondering what Grace, Grace in the podcast, but the book Grace, this is the Keys book. So this was written by um, my mum, Christine McGrory. I'll leave a link down below if anyone wants to, to read it. But I f- I he- we hear it so much. That is the power and the magic of Grace, that people can relate so much to it. Grace is every woman, she's every man, she's felt all the emotions we've been through in life. And that's why everyone connects with it so well, because we've all been through it in our in our own way. I don't know anyone that's not cried reading Grace. It's great. It was such a good book. I mean, it really, really, really was. It took me, I think, two nights before I picked it back up again. I didn't pick it up. I don't know for what reason. And I think I finished it. But it was early on in the night. And Ty, I've got a dog called Ty. And he was needing out. But before I had done that and I had finished reading the book, I remember feeling that I, I can do anything. Do you know, it spoke volumes to me about what power and uniqueness that you have within you and how your mind and your body and your experiences that you have in life shouldn't affect who you are or what you are. It doesn't define you. So um, I took him out the back and it was a a clear night. Never forget it because I felt so good within myself and I felt really quite happy. And I went down the back and I remember, look, because I love the stars, I love the sky, I love everything like that. I just love staring up at it. I looked up to the sky and it was a clear night and I thought, oh gosh, there's stars there. And I remember looking up and I, th- I thought to myself, if anybody's read the book, this isn't going to make sense to you if you haven't read Grace. But if you've read Grace, it will make sense to you. But I looked up at the sky and I was thinking everything was wonderful and everything was beautiful. And I remember looking up and saying, okay, universe, if, if everything is possible and everything is available to me, help me. Just help me find how to do it, how to have the opportunity. Sorry, I'm quite emotional. It's okay. (laughs) Um, For the first time ever, I saw a shooting star. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And and I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I saw my first shooting star. Oh my goodness. And I was like, right, okay. Okay, you've told me, I hear you, I hear you. And I, and I felt as if I had been given the okay. I know that sounds ridiculous. It doesn't, it really doesn't. That's a beautiful thing. I didn't know that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm sure people listening will be crying already, <laughs> like we are. I wanted a life. I think that's, I wanted a life. I felt as if I didn't have one. I didn't know. I'm, I'm 55 now. Why? Just like... What is there for me? Is there, is there something? I just I felt I just have to go with it. Yeah, there's something that I always say. It's like a wee inner mantra of like, what have I got to lose? Mm-hmm. Because where I'm at right now, I'm not I'm not happy, or it's just staying the same. So I think that was that wee fire in your belly to go right. Okay, trust. Trust. Yeah, definitely. You then went through the process of the Institute of Creation, which is the Keys programme, and we identified that we could support Grace in attending one of my key programmes, and that's what the Institute helps us to do, to support people in the community who might not be able to attend due to financial or just certain circumstances within their life. So Grace had the opportunity to attend one of my programmes. Turning up at my first event happened. I know that I went with it. I wasn't going to go in February. I received a bit of bad news. Not long after I'd read Grace, it was, it's amazing how so many things happened at the one time. So I was a bit, no manic, but it seemed things were a bit manic and things were kind of out with my control. I got word that my mum was in hospital and she had multiple organ failure. 
And I still get affected by it because I wasn't brought up with my mum. I was brought up in care all my days, but I still love her. And I didn't know how to react to it. She was in Ireland. I was in my home looking after my son. I've got quite a big family. I have two wee sisters, two wee brothers. I have three big brothers, but I've not grew up with any of them. And I felt I can't cope that my mum's going through this, but I couldn't feel I couldn't cope with having all these other people and that I don't know and how do I react, what am I meant to do? I felt I didn't know what I was meant to do. My son's birthday is the 14th of February. I would take him just to a local pub and have a dinner with him. And while I was there, I got a text message to say that my mum had died. I was I, I was confused because I, I didn't know quite how to react. I felt, it's my mum, how are you, how you supposed to react to this? But at the same time, she was a stranger. So emotionally, it was so difficult. I didn't know whether I was expected to go to Ireland. And I didn't want to because I was brought up in care all my days and all my brothers and sisters were brought up in the family environment. She deserved the respect at the end of her day to, you know, not have that or not have people thinking that when it was her end of days and she was moving on. It should be about her and all the good things that she's done and the people that remember her for who she was rather than focusing on me. And that was my reasoning for not going so I, I dealt with that and I decided that myself and Dan would have a wee service to herself and, you know, can I do it that way? I lit some candles, I bought some flowers and I, I said my goodbyes and I forgave her. The same week, I got a trap at my door. It was the Scottish police who were investigating child um, abuse in care homes and specific the one in Smilem Home and the, um, could they come in and speak to me? And I was a bit taken aback. I was a bit shocked because I was going through all this with my mum. My son was not well, he was staying with me. And now the police are at my door. Don't, I didn't know at the time what they were doing or what it was about. I just remember thinking to myself, well, there we go. There was me. I had my hopes and dreams that today, this year was going to be different. And I'd read the book Grace. And I felt passion and I felt... I couldn't do this. My life is about to start from being so high and so focused and thinking everything could happen for me to, like, the rug getting pulled out from underneath me. And that made me feel like, how dare you think that way? Because that's not what your life is meant to be like. And it was like the rug was pulled out and it was like slap bang into, this is your reality, this is what you're going to deal with, this is, you know, this is you. And I just accepted it and I just thought I have to deal with it and I just have to go on with it. And I'd messaged Christine and said that that wasn't going to be possible because the event was in March. And she was just, please let this make, let us make this happen for you. She doesn't give up. We Neither of us do, if I'm honest. If we feel something, and I think we're, we're very intuitive, so if we feel something's right for someone, and we will do anything to get someone on the key, which we know that we can help because it's helped us. I know that she would not give up. She would get you there, and you arrived. Didn't you? Did arrive. I arrived not knowing what was going to happen or what was going to take place. I didn't have a clue about it. I just knew this was like self-help or self-discovery. And I turned up, I was on my own, and I felt, you know, you, you feel you go anywhere yourself and you think, oh, everybody seems to know everybody else. And, and um, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? Right, I just need to go with it. I was a nervous wreck. I know I might never come across as being nervous, but inside I'm always like a wee jelly. And I just kept thinking, what am I doing here? This isn't, I shouldn't be here. I'd, I felt because it was in a lovely plush hotel, I've never been in a hotel. You know, so for me just to walk into that hotel and be surrounded with the, the things that I was surrounded with, 
I, I was in awe at everything and it was very surreal for me. And I just kept thinking, oh my goodness, this isn't it. I'm not supposed to be in a place like this. You know, I'm totally forgetting that I'm there for a course. I'm just taking in my surroundings and thinking, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, I love that. The programme started. I went in and I felt I was just an absolute hopeless wreck, you know, in the process of self-discovery and in the process that the key takes you through for yourself. I couldn't write anything. I was a wreck. I couldn't answer the questions because I've never thought about the things, the questions that were being asked. And I was so used to any feelings that I did have weren't allowed to be brought out or you don't look at yourself in that manner. You just deal with every day with what you're dealt with. You don't focus in the future because it's not yours, it's dictated by everything else. That I was so caught up with the situation I had been in with my mum and then, as I said, the police had turned up, they're investigating the, the abuse scandal in children's homes and my file had been put on their desk and that's why they turned up at my door because we believe they said that you were a child in Smiling Home. Can we have your story? Can we speak to you? Can we get what happened? And that was really difficult. I felt the only way I can describe it is that it left me feeling as if I don't know if you've ever saw How Clean Is Your House? Have you seen that? Or yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, yeah, I have. Or the neighbour next door. The only way I can describe it is when the police had left that day, I felt as if somebody had came with my life that I had lived right up until that point and all my experiences that I'd had that I'd kept away and dealt with and never spoke about and just carried on my life. I felt as if somebody had come in and emptied all these bags all over my home. They were invisible because they weren't. You couldn't see anything. But emotionally, what I had to go through and the stories I had to tell because nobody had ever wanted to listen. So to finally tell your story and finally to be told that you're believed was a big thing. Your truth. That was your truth, which... How many years later was that, Grace? I was four and I'm now 55. After all that, I remember sitting thinking, how did I put everything back how did I put everything back where it was? But I just carried on doing what I had to do as a as a human. To survive, I think, yeah. as well. I think yeah. Speaking from out with the podcast, we're getting to know you. I think for so many years, you've just survived and just kept going. And people can relate to this in a sense of people just block things out, don't they? And they just think, oh, it's not happening anymore, or it didn't happen, or let's just put it in a box and it'll never come out or put it in how clean is your house bags <laughs> and it'll never come out again but it does and it's releasing and that's why we're a wee bit emotional today but it's just releasing you're releasing what has to come out and I definitely believe that the key was perfect timing I mean look at that as a journey looking back maybe not at the time you must have just been like oh my lord what is going on here why is this all arriving but I must admit is when, when you read Grace and you open yourself up to the key, things arrive that you have to deal with. And that's the part of the programme as well that you might think it's done with, but it comes back to the surface and that's a wee sign that I need to deal with this. And I truly believe that's the process that you went through on coming on the key event with myself. It's just, it's amazing. It's it's actually lovely just to sit down with you and I know we know so much about each other, but it's 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 heroic for what, what you've been through. I, I do, you've got so much courage 
And if you were to see Grace, and I hope one you do, I'll put up a wee picture of her connected to this. She is just, you're so strong. You're so strong. You've got the most beautiful face, beautiful heart. And, and to know that that is everything that you've went through, but yet still today, you just shine. And that, that, that's a lovely thing. But I want to just go back into the key programme and maybe some of the significant things that helped. What did you take from the programme that helped? I think because I, I felt as if I couldn't contribute anything with the questions that were asked and anybody that, that's even done a wee introductory course to the key and they've maybe had a wee taster, there's a process that you have to go through and you have to respond to that because it's all personal, it's all to do with you. And I, I just remember not being able to really respond to anything because I didn't know how I didn't know how to define my feelings I didn't know how to define in words what I wanted I'd never thought about dreams because that wasn't reality I'd never thought about a vision or what I could do with my life anything um, anything else that, that took place on the course is kind of blurry I remember wee bits about it what I remember was the part that I'd felt as if you know, I, had, I was a victim. I always felt I didn't want to be a victim. I didn't want to feel as if I was a victim, just surviving from one trauma to the next because that's what it felt my life was like. And I had felt nothing had been in my control. And Christine had says to me when it goes through the process of how do you feel and then how would you like to feel? And one of the things that Christine said was the part about the victim. And she said, instead of being a victim, why don't you see yourself as being victorious? Because you are. You're very victorious. And I, lo- I looked at her and I thought, me, victorious? No, I'd like to feel as if I was victorious, but there's no way. I'd never saw myself as being having victory over anything. Um, and she went, yeah, victorious. That's what you put down. And I put that down and I, I did write on it, yeah. And I wrote, I am victorious. And that stuck with me. And if I took nothing else away from the event, I took a lot away from it. <laughs> but if I took nothing else away from it, there was no way that I was going to forget that. I didn't realise that I had been victorious the majority of my days, but just didn't recognise it. And I left feeling so invigorated that, yeah, I was going to get back on that path, the path that I had started on the beginning of January, that's what I took away from the key, was that regardless of what I'm going to go through or regardless of what I'm not in control of, I'm in control of how I deal with it. I'm in control of how I feel about it. I'm in control of how I want things to be. And the inner me is there. I've always been the person that I am. It's just it felt that circumstances made me be the coper, the get on with her, the just deal with it person. But... I came away thinking, I can have a life now. I can be free. I can be the baby, the toddler, the young girl, the teenager, the woman, the lady that I never had the chance to be when I was I can be that now. Wow, I'm just... Grace and I have been pausing this and having little chats in between. We could talk for hours, couldn't we? Yeah, yeah. If anybody knows me, they know that I can chat to anybody. Anybody. <laughs> she loves a chat. But it's it's just amazing to see the transformation. And this is all within a year. And it really was the catalyst for everything to change, wasn't it? And I, what, I, what I was just saying to Grace was that she found her voice. 
it's one thing that we've been working on together through the mentoring programme and, and now that Grace comes along to events and supports me and helps people be introduced to the key because it's changed her life, just like it's changed mine. It's definitely helped her find her voice. So I want to end on your vision, Grace. Where are you going? I hope I'm in it. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're definitely in it. I have to be in yours, though. You know, of course, of course. <laughs> no, um, my vision for the future is definitely a positive one. My vision is with you, supporting you wherever you may go. The world, baby. (laughs) Wherever you may go, we're we're focused right now is London. That was my vision, and I've got Megan in London on it. I have travelled to Paris. I've never been to Paris, so I want to go there. In fact, I I won't say I want to go there. I will go there. I want to increase my income, which I will do. I want to inspire. That's a big thing for me. I would love people any age to feel what I'm feeling right now. And to feel that you're capable of doing anything you want. Don't be guided by just what's put in front of you. Because you have a mind, you have a heart, you have a will, you have a spirit. Let that take over. Just forget about the world out there. It's you that matters. You you matter more than anything. And live it, accept it and believe that. That's my vision for myself. But now, through the course and through the key, then... I think, why the hell not? (laughs) Oh, sorry, but why not? Why not? We're all on this planet for a reason. And um, we're all defined by our experiences and we're all defined by people that are in our life. But definition has to stop with you. And I'm only discovering that now. And I I, I keep thinking about if if I'd discovered it years ago. But no. Um, it's now that's important because my journey's brought me to this point so everything's been in place just as it's supposed to be but I'm in control of what happens from here on in. Even just to end there one of your your visions is to inspire and I think you can tick that off your list for today because I think anyone listening to this you've inspired me since the moment I met you the connection we've made and um, and we'll continue I totally see you in my vision Grace is now came on board and is is supporting me. We've got a vision together to just let everyone experience this magic that you've been talking about throughout the podcast. One of the visions, definitely, that you are inspiring. So thank you so, so much. And thank you for being on my podcast today. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I just take this opportunity to say, I can't tell you how much gratitude and appreciation I have for yourself, for your mum, for the book, Grace, for the key. I mean that 100% from my heart. It's been life-changing. And I know that whatever out there is out there, I'm going to grab it with both hands and I'm going to live. I'm going to be alive and have the freedom to do whatever I want to do. And that's a great feeling. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, I just love listening back to that podcast when I interviewed Grace. It was an absolute pleasure once again. And to have Grace on this podcast was was a great moment for me as well. Going on this journey with Grace the last year and seeing her totally blossom into the woman that she has always been. And it's been a joy to watch her find her inner strength. 
It's been amazing. So please let us know what you thought about this podcast. You can review and rate down below connected to the link. And if you would like to know more about the key, our details, our website, our next up and coming events are also down below. If you want to read Grace, our key book, I will leave the link there too. But I will see you in the next two weeks with our next guest. Bye bye.